Tales from the Ski Hill? What? I'm Doug Wallace, here with the TravelWrite.today podcast. Thanks for downloading. I was going to let AI just carry on and write all this, but uh, not funny enough. I want to begin today's show talking about the government. And by that, I mean the government travel advisories. To me, the sky always seems to be falling, doesn't it? That you have to exercise a high degree of caution, let the record show that I am making the quote-unquote signs, when you visit places like Mexico or Jamaica or the Dominican Republic, places people go all the time. I just don't find it that helpful. So in this vein, here are a few tips on how to stay safe in a foreign city. Number one, three simple words. Do your research. What are other travelers reporting? What does your travel agent say? Any political coups in the newspaper recently? People complain about stuff all the time, all the time. So this kind of thing isn't hard to find. Number two, after you've done your homework, find out where the bad parts of town are and stay away from them. Every city has a rough part, right? So Los Angeles, Miami, Winnipeg, just figure that out. Number three, Always visit the bank machine during the daytime and in pairs so one of you can keep watch. Don't let anybody help you with your transaction and don't turn around and count your money right afterwards. Number four. In some cities or neighborhoods, it never hurts to dress plainly so you don't stand out for all the bad people to then see you as a target. I always tell people to leave big watches and jewelry at home. Even expensive sneakers will tell a thief that you've got cash. Number five, pay attention when someone else is handling your credit card. Number six, always use your phone in a safe place and not at the edge of the sidewalk. My London friends say that people whizzing by on motorbikes have been snatching the phones out of people's hands while they're waiting for the bus. Special place in hell, really. Number seven, only use authorized taxi services. This means sidestepping the hustlers at the airport door. Rogue cab drivers have been known to drive you out of town and threaten to leave you there unless you give them some money. This may seem like something you'd see on a TV show, but this is, unfortunately, still a thing. Number eight. Avoid demonstrations and large public gatherings, which is getting harder and harder these days. That said... You should also avoid walking on empty streets, and that's nighttime or day. Number nine, be wary of anyone knocking on your hotel room door, unless you ordered a sandwich or an ice bucket. Crooks target hotels in many cities because they think hotel guests must be wealthy. And number 10, there's always going to be an element of uncertainty when you travel. That's half the fun. But when it comes to your safety, three more words. Use your head. So in advance of this year's ski trip, I started doing extra leg exercises, like in November. Working up to massive quads, like Wile E. Coyote when he took all those muscle vitamins. This was my first trip ever to Mont-Tremblant. That's about 90 minutes north of Montreal. And right away, I could see what the fuss is all about. We pile into the Fairmont Tremblant, which is busy with après ski in full swing. People cuddled around fire pits with fuzzy blankets and swilling Veuve Clicquot inside a glass dome. 
The Fairmont has a couple of new outdoor pools. One was like, I don't know, about 38 degrees, like lobster hot. I knew this was going to be fun, and I was right. The resort village there is small and compact, pedestrian only like many of them are, filled with shops and food. More on that later. We had the run of about a hundred ski trails over four mountains, with plenty of blue and green runs to keep me, you know, alive. There's one gondola and a number of high-speed quads. There's that word again. For a place that opened in 1939, it's doing okay. And it really has a good vibe. Everybody talking to each other, nobody sniffing at my ski clothes, and the fact that they make me look homeless. We spent some quality time down the road at Scandinav Spa, too. This is an outdoor, indoor, thermal circuit kind of place, with hot and cold pools and waterfalls, saunas and steam rooms, little rest areas, all very relaxing. Go during the week when there are fewer people. Look for my feature story on Mont Tremblant in an upcoming issue of In Magazine. That's inmagazine.ca. So while we were in Tremblant and later in Montreal, we ate like kings, as you do when you visit Quebec. So much duck and raclette cheese and crepes and sausages, and so much bechamel that I can actually spell it now without thinking about it. It was heaven, but so much fatter when we all got home, sadly despite all the skiing. Montreal is just so delicious everywhere you go, but this visit I shared a tomahawk steak with our friend Claude, and Tim looked on in horror. This was at Mechambouf, a big steak place attached to the Nelligan Hotel where we were staying. There was this bowl of mashed potatoes. Nothing puts me in your pocket like potatoes. And it was covered with breadcrumbs and chives and a raw egg yolk, which I could then swirl about. Thought my head was going to spin off. So delicious. We also hit Monarch in Old Montreal for martinis and oysters and duck and tuna. And post-shopping, we always stop for brunch at Le Pois Ponche. And again, with the egg and the bechamel, this time completely smothering a croque-madame. We all know how much I enjoy a nice sauce. Here's a little travel industry moment about wellness washing. So health and fitness and unplugging and nature baths, wellness is still a really big trend, and for really good reasons. But with wellness washing... Some tour companies and hotels and cruise lines don't really have a genuine commitment to your well-being. They're sort of phoning it in. So this is the luxe spa places that tout themselves as detox havens, but, but that's it. Like no fitness classes, no nutritional guidance, nothing. Or there are the holistic health retreats with yoga and meditation, etc. But then high-calorie dining and wine to just bring you right back where you started, you know, fat and drunk and sad. There are also adventure places that focus on the physical activity and all the thrills and stuff, but they sometimes kind of fall short on the safety measures that can actually put you at risk. All I'm saying is watch what is advertised and what is actually delivered and then see how it all kind of matches up. You see, once again, research is your friend. I guess today's moral is, you want to eat foie gras and french fries with mayo in the outdoor bathtub with Enya on the portable speaker, you go ahead. But that's not wellness. That's just me time. I went to a breathwork class once, okay, you know? So I'm Doug Woke. 
I'm doke. That's it for today. Find more travel nonsense at travelright.today. Please hit the like button and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>